This episode is brought to you by BlueChew.com. That's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. You just pay $5 shipping. Coming up on TMS, big floppy tongue meat. Meet the Pruntang Clan. Endgame, now with 5% more end. The oral kickstand. The clergy does Debbie's baptism. Twinge my sensitive areas. Tom's Tech Time. Recommendals and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. We all know the atomic bomb is very dangerous. Since it may be used against us, we must get ready for it, just as we are ready for many other dangers that are around us all the time. I don't know about you, but I take comfort in that. Their milkshakes bring all the boys to the yard. This is the Morning Stream. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TMS. It is the morning stream for June 19th, 2019. 1919. Uh, welcome to the 1919, everybody. I'm Scott. That's Brian. <laughs> Hi, Brian. Good morning. 1619. 19. Why is there an argument in the chat about whether... Le- oh, I'm not getting into that. Never mind. No, no, no. no. Never mind. No. You guys have that conversation without me. Yeah, exactly. Don't want to be involved in that at all. Thank you very yeah, much. I'm not going to touch that with an accidental photo of my 10-foot pole. All right, no! moving on. Moving on. Hey, uh, it's been a whole day since we last met here at the fires of TMS. And, That's right. And uh, I feel like I missed it a little bit. But a lot has happened, so let's talk about it. Yeah. I, right. have, I have a big okay. tongue. You want to know why I know this now? <laughs> I mean, I want to know exactly. I want to know how the science works. I already I'm, have I'm figuring out this as your tongue. Okay, I, I already have a big head. My theory would be that everything in the head is bigger, therefore, because the head is big, right? That, sure, sure. That would the head is theory. large, so all that it contains must be large as well. Right. My tongue is contained within the head, as it is with most people, mm-hmm. uh, sure. if not all of them. And uh, went to the dentist yesterday. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was just a checkup and a cleaning. Very nice new lady. She did a good job. Didn't uh, didn't uh, twinge my sensitive areas there. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. She stayed stayed clear of those, right? Okay, good. Well, yeah. that's Jamie, enjoy. Freebie for Jamie right there. <laughs> yeah. And uh, did a fine job. Anyway, gets done with it. Has the doctor come in. He does the quick, you know, evaluation of the x-rays, make sure everything's cool and all that. Mm-hmm. Sure. And he says to me, now, I've noticed something. And I said, what's that? And this is like the, the the other doctor there. Normally, I see the main dude that founded the office. So this is like his partner. And I, I've seen him before, but only a few times. So we're not, mm-hmm. you know, super uh, knowledgeable about each other. When Dr. Matthews close. is there, we talk a lot because I've known that guy for 10 years. And so he's like, hey, tell me about the new thing that happened on E3. I'll bet you were excited about, you know, like he likes to talk about that yeah, stuff. That's good. And he knows enough to know what to ask you. Exactly. This other guy, not so much. He yeah. doesn't he doesn't really know me that well. So it's always business right to business. And the business he wanted to get right to yesterday was, uh, so I need to I need to ask you a couple of questions. I'm like, oh, geez, what's this about? And he goes, do you feel like you have a large tongue, he says to me. <laughs> and I'm like, Bleh. Well, do you sport? <laughs> <laughs> I said, I don't know. I'm not larger than, you know, I don't know what average is, but it just feels like a normal yeah. mouth muscle or whatever the hell these things are. And he says, well, I'm just noticing here in our, or x-rays and also just while i'm checking your mouth here you've got a very large tongue 
And I said, oh, that's it's interesting. Is that a problem? He goes, not necessarily. And then we moved on. That was oh, it. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's not that's not a good place to stop. No. You can't just say, oh, not necessarily. But anyway, let's talk about uh, E3. Yeah, he didn't have anything else to say. There was no follow-up. He didn't say why that's weird or that it's a problem or that anything. Like, I would have taken just like... Uh, it's not a problem. It's just uh, we notice these things, and then have some reason like, oh well, we check for sure. you know or, different oral dis- uh, uh, or things that are weird, like you know cancers or something. Or he didn't say any of that. He just said, oh yeah, your tongue's pretty big, anyways, and moves on. <laughs> and I don't know what to make yeah, of that. That's not that's not enough information, Doc. No. That's not, uh, yeah. Now the only thing I can it's think of there. is um, I did mention to him later that whenever they put the they call it a. Uh, oral blocker or something. It's basically the just dental a, dam. No, it's a big like, you know, the big rubber thing they make you chew on on the side. Not chew on, but you hold hold your mouth open. Oh, like when you're doing X-rays and stuff. Yeah, right? it's a kickstand yeah. thing. Yeah, it just, just keeps, keeps your, your mouth separated. Open. Yeah, mm-hmm. so you don't accidentally shut them, or you don't over time slowly shut your mouth or whatever. Bite, bite block says Nightbot. Bite block. Thank you, Nightbot. That is correct. Nightbot. Bite block. Yeah. Nightbot. That's funny. Nightbot. Has... Can't even say that. You can't even say that once. Nightbot bite block. Night, might, might, night, night, I can't do it. Yeah, anyway, wow. that big rubber thing in your mouth. Uh, I told him in the conversation. I said, "Yeah, that thing makes it so I can't breathe. I wear that. I put you guys put that in, and I suddenly can't breathe." And he looked at me for a second, and then moved on to other stuff. But the look said to me, "Maybe that's part of the big tongue thing. Like maybe my big floppy, stupid mm. tongue likes to it's like <laughs> block my air hole when my mouth's open." Right, or like. Uh, like like a, a beluga whale and they're having to like slide the tongue over to get to the teeth and yeah. <laughs> trying to figure out there's a movie there is a movie where they have to i mean job of the hut is the first thing that comes to mind but that's probably not the vibe you want to go for no um, no that thing was green and slimy and viscous mm-hmm. not into it but it did get to touch uh carrie fisher in her gold bikini slave outfit that's true but it was it was actually controlled by the hand of a tiny person. Well, okay, <laughs> yes. I mean, if we're, if we're, uh... there was a little tiny, like a little uh, garbage can sized guy, and they're going lick, lick. His hand. <laughs> really? Yeah. Was there? Was it? Was it a? Uh, it was a little person doing the tongue. Look, I'm. Uh, this is probably. I would wrong. think you'd want a long arm controlling that tongue. This is. This is. This is probably. You're probably onto something, and I think somebody you has corrected your me before. Henson, your 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 Henson fa- uh, family member with the longest arm to yeah. do the Java tongue. <laughs> You're probably right, but I've always had it in my head that yeah. there are eight little people running Jabba the Hutt at all times. Uh, there's somebody's going to pull up that great cutaway uh, image that that JPEG of you know the dotted line the cutaway image of Jabba the Hutt and how people were organized in there because yeah. I love that image it's pretty cool but I think mm-hmm. it was like three dudes and they were normal sized but I like to think it's eight eight times like <laughs> like like eight, four children uh little rascals stacked on top of each other with a trench coat trying to get into the uh <laughs> yeah that's what I want uh but yeah. it's oh, not... there it is right there yeah yeah that's the real picture does Alex yeah hold on yeah oh that's so that's cool. a lot of people there's a lot of people in there. There's so that is more than I thought. That's one, two, yeah. three, four, five. So it's three, four, five, six. So the like uh, the one I like in the, the tail. Guy on the bottom. Uh, you know your uh, your job is a little low on oil. You want me to go ahead and take care of that while I'm under here? <laughs> and the the little guy in the tail might be the only little guy involved. Yeah, he does look like a little guy. Yeah. But there's uh, 
I guess the the guy sitting in uh, to our left is he also controlling the tongue or is he just doing like the eyes and the mouth movements? Because you got each of those two guys in the middle are doing um, the left and right arms, and then you've got dude with his arm up. I can't tell where left left his left guy. Yeah, I can't yeah. tell where his other hand is supposed to be. Maybe he's working the tongue. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. but look at that little teeny oh, guy in the tail. Jedi here. And then this guy over here on the ground that's laying. What's he controlling? Yeah. What's that down there? Maybe breathing or something. Maybe he pulls those two baffles back and forth and it does the the breathing. I don't know. Salacious Crumb sitting there looking like the dick that he is. <laughs> I hate that guy. He sucks. Anyway, right. that's been a fun little tangent. Yeah. I have a big tongue, yeah. and I don't know what to do about it. So if you guys want to write in and give your theories about why a big tongue matters, I don't know. Let me know. I mean, it's my only tongue. I don't have a choice. I can't. It's, what am I supposed to do? I can't do anything about it. And now I'm, now I'm constantly aware of it. I'm aware of it all the time now, how big it is. You know? Yeah. When, when somebody points something out to you and they say, ah, your knees are knobby. That's all you notice now is how knobby your right. knees are. Exactly. It's like you're self-conscious and you can't you can't think of anything but your knobby knees. Yeah. And in this case, my big fat tongue. Your big fat tongue. My mouth muscle. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. Tell us about Lindsey Vaughn's Pilates instructor. <laughs> all right. Well, see, that's why I, I can't put stuff in that part because uh, it's not, again, it's not a punchline. It's not like a. It's not a spoiler, really, is it? Nobody knows who that no, is. That's with the bold stuff, though. All Tell right, us about kicking your car yesterday, Brian. All right, all right fine. <laughs> it's actually not a spoiler that much. Um, so I get this. I uh, do decide to go back up and do some more lift in the afternoon. Uh, back up to Boulder for the the kind of the second wave of um, rush hour, which is 4 p.m. to about 6 p.m. Mm -hmm. And one of the first people I pick up is this young kid who, um, you know, very chatty, great, got in the car, we're immediately talking. His name was Adam, but not A-D-A-M, but A-T-O-M. I don't know. If, that's just his, I guess, the name he put into Lyft or whatever. Mm -hmm. And uh, we're talking. He says, oh, you know who I had earlier today as a, as a Lyft driver? And I said, no, tell me. He's like, it was Lindsey Vaughn's Pilates instructor. Who's Lindsey Vaughn? Now Lindsey Vaughn is a Colorado, um, uh, a Colorado uh, celebrity. She is a she's a, a skier who injured her shoulder recently. And is not going to be in the Olympics anymore. But she is a she was an Olympic skier for for a couple different um, for a couple different Olympics, Winter Olympics. She is really really talented. Usually brings home a gold. Um, one of the best, you know. Uh, really really good skier. Oh, here she is. Now I, and, this face is now familiar. She's yeah, she's done like Sports Illustrated swimsuit edition. Isn't she and she is. Uh, she went out with Tiger Woods. Yeah. Okay. Um. Anyway, so he's like, yeah, like she was super. You know, she's like uh, Lindsey Vaughn's best friend and Pilates instructor. I mean, can you imagine like having somebody famous driving your lift car? That's so crazy. Hmm. Yeah. And obviously, I'm not going to say anything. Well, I. I pull in quite a, a few people, quite a dozen people on the internet myself. <laughs> and then he starts going into, yeah, I mean, like you can have like a famous YouTube person or a famous Instagram person. And I'm starting to think, all right, maybe he's messing with me. Maybe he knows who I am mm. and he's just kind of, kind of, you know, wanting to get into or a famous podcaster or something. 
You should have said, you, do you even know who I am? You should have yelled that at him. I'm not, doing. certainly not going to do that. Yeah. Um, but the uh, uh, conversation kept going and never, you know, I said, oh, yeah, maybe, you know, like famous uh, YouTube sensation or podcaster. I mean, those people need lift jobs. And mm. he's like, ah, yeah, okay. Mm. And we, <laughs> we continued on. And he's finally said, yeah, what if like Jack Black was your lift driver? Oh, okay. Yeah, I guess we can go there. Okay. <laughs> what if Jack Black was your Lyft driver? Jeff, well, yeah, Jack Black needing to uh, make a few extra dollars sure. or, or trying to uh, sure, um, why not? Hung some people and, and stuff like that. So he was at the he was at um, E three wandering around the floor. Jack Black was. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Just as kind of a meandering. Yeah, dude? just there visiting. Like he's a video game guy, loves it. So he was wandering around looking at stuff. A lot of people said, oh, it's a sequel. They're making a sequel to that game he was in. I forgot the name of the game. Some heavy metal game. Chat room will remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Pick a Destiny, or or was that just the movie I'm thinking of? The guitar of. Uh, No. Destiny or something. Destiny. No, that's not. Brutal Legend. Brutal Brutal Legend. Legend. That was it. Yes. Yes. Right. So there's it was a, a guitar-based of, game, right? Uh, no, it was it was like a platformer, but he had a guitar. You were just like yeah, this yeah, little metal guy. That was his guy. weapon or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there that. wasn't any kind of like peripheral or anything. Wow, Lindsey Vaughn did a whole swimsuit illustrated edition thing uh, uh-huh. in nothing but a painted-on swimsuit. She's mm. she was uh, she's ready to roll there. <laughs> uh, ready to roll, ready yeah. to roll in paint. Yeah, something <laughs> ready to roll in general. Anyway, well that's fine. Uh, yeah. Any so anyway. no psychos, nobody weird, nobody tried to kill you. No, no, you know the boy. The day the day lifting is good for what it is, bad for TMS stories. Really, it, it really is. I mean, I feel like I feel like I might have to dip into the night driving maybe once every couple weeks just to give us a supply of of uh, stories for the show. It does seem like that's when the when you're going to get the weirdos because in the it daytime does, it's yeah. just. I got to get from place to, you know, A to B. Exactly. Yeah. People are working. Woman needing to get from Orange Theory Fitness back to her apartment. Mm-hmm. Another uh, woman needing to get from her apartment over to uh, um, the grocery store. I mean, it's really just, um, it really is just like innocuous little little rides back and forth. What Not is, great for stories. What is Orange? You know, Orange Theory, we have three or four of those here uh, near yeah. me. Um, yeah. Yeah. Do you even know what it means? What does it mean? It's a dumb name, isn't it? Orange Theory. Yeah, I'm looking right here. I believe that the theory of orange is a mixture of the red conundrum and the yellow (laughs) hypothesis. That might be it. Um, No, Essential Tremor, I know who it is. I'm just saying she did a swimsuit shoot in a painted on swimsuit. That's all I was saying. I know who she is. She is a famous skier. She's a great skier. And it's too bad she can't compete in the thing. I was just making the comment as I was hunting around <laughs> for her. I found pictures of her in a painted-on bikini. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with, with posing. In a, she's a very attractive woman, and she wants to wear paint. She can wear paint. She has. I will say this. And again, I have nothing. Yeah. I have no room to oh boy. talk here. Oh, boy. I've, my tongue How's is, her torso? I, I got a fat. Her torso is fine. 100% fine. Okay. All right. Yeah. Uh, she's got... When she smiles really hard, there's no space between her nose where it ends and where her mouth begins. Oh, jeez. So it's just like a right up there. As soon as you stop at the nose, you got it, the mouth just right there. There's no getting around it. She's got bad hands. <laughs> it does feel like a... Uh... Yeah, everyone gives it me such a hard time. Like a just, and, uh... Remember the man hands? Then that's all I'm doing is pointing out physical right, things. Right. It's all right. Some girl's now saying... 
ah, you know, he's nice and all, but he's got such a fat tongue. <laughs> well, thankfully, I can hide my big flopping monster tongue. No one has to see it. I can keep it. I can keep it tucked down deep in there. You know. I mean, is this something yeah. they said to Gene Simmons one day at the dentist? They're like, "Dude, you got a big tongue. I'm gonna quit being a third grade teacher and grow my tongue out and stick it out." <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they said. All right. Hey, do me a favor. Do me a favor and start and stop your video. It, it froze up on me. That's fantastic. Since it's early enough, I can. Yeah. We'll see what go. happens when uh, Brian Dunaway comes back. Yeah. If it's. I, uh, it. I wish I Discord. What happened to you? What yeah, happened? What happened to this friendship we have? Used to be so good, Discord. Uh, all right, let's get to Dunaway. Why not? Why not do it now? Yeah, sounds good. If not now, then when? Oh, interesting. TVZ Gun, while we're getting Dunaway, TVZ Gun says, Orange Theory is an interesting way of working out. They directly monitor heart rate and make sure it stays in the optimal made, op optimal range for working out. So when you're going from machine to machine, are you wearing like a little, um, like a little chest piece that monitors your heart rate the whole time you're there? Or when you just get on a machine, then they measure it? Yeah, does it have a part? Is it a little orange part of the of the thing? The the gauge? Does the gauge say you're yeah. in the orange range or something? Maybe. No, that that would make sense, right? You're in the orange. You're, mm -hmm. The theory is you want to stay in that orange range. Yeah, That'd you be don't brilliant. want to. You don't want to be in red. You don't want to be in white. You want to be right there in the orange. Let's so say you think right. you're in a treadmill. You're aiming for the orange aerobic zone. Oh, okay. All right. Well, Kentucky Fried yeah, Computer yeah. says it's done via magic, so that's great. <laughs> I like that even better. All right. We're going we're gonna to get into it with Dunaway, and we're going to start it with this. Hey, it's Brian Dunaway, everybody, all the way from beautiful South Carolina. Uh, Brian, what's going on? How are you? Oh, hi, Scott and Brian. Right. Hi, Brian. Nice to see Boy, you. Boy, you picked a day to talk about the beauty in South Carolina because mm. that thing is hiding. Mm. It is all kinds of just overcast. It's not rainy. Mm. It's not sunny. Mm. It's just gray out. Hey, how's your, how's your tongue? Do you have a big tongue? What's your tongue like? Oh, dude, you never heard about my tongue? No. Nope. Let me tell you about my tongue. All right, Sit down. It. I got a story to tell you. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> All right. Actually, you never heard about my tongue? Wow. I love, Actually, I love opening a sentence like with that. Like right. but, but no, I have I have what I call a fat tongue. I'm unable to roll my tongue. And people say, hey, Brian, you don't sound like you're from the South. And the reason why is because I had to learn very early on to pronounce everything very clearly Otherwise, people could not understand me because my tongue is so fat and lazy. Really? It, I, I was just mumble. I would mumble all the time. <laughs> I don't and feel so like mine's lazy. I, I can get mine out there. I can enunciate. I just, just no one's ever told me this before. So now I think about it all the time. Blah, 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 blah. I can do this once a day. Blah, 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 and then I'll be, I'll feel better. Get your lazy to maybe, can. maybe you can make it lose weight by doing that, you know, doing tongue exercises on the regular. Tongue lifts. I can't I yeah. can't roll R's. I can't roll my tongue. My tongue is basically really? this this big muscle meat that's just in my mouth that I you know I, I try to keep under control. You should donate hmm. it to science when you die. You Absolutely. You want my tongue? You can have it. Check out my tongue. All right, check out this caller we got on the line. Hi, you've been so very patient. Who's this? Hello? Hello. Caller. Caller. Are you there, caller? No. Oh, they are muted. Oh. Muted. That's okay. We'll uh, we'll take another one. And if that same person wants to try back and they got their mute worked out, hey, right. we're in like Flynn. Hey, you don't never never criticize never criticize your mouth for any reason. Uh, you know, Freddie Mercury had those teeth that he hated, mm -hmm. but it it made his sound. 
Did he hate them? Because in the movie, he didn't act like he hated them. He didn't seem to bother him at all. Oh, oh, the movie is absolutely 100% accurate. Yeah. Oh, I'm getting so much echo on Brian Dunaway all of a really? sudden. Yeah, that it'll go away. Not? It's there's something. Okay. It's because stuff is launching. It's my, it's my fat yeah. tongue. You're gonna, it's, it's your fat tongue. It's your fat, fat tongue echo. Big fat freaking tongue. Uh, 801-471-0462 is the number. Call that number again, and uh, we'll hook you guys up. Uh, all right. Uh, what else? Uh, I was going to ask you another question about something before we take this call. Oh, shoot. What was it? Ah, done away. It was great. It was good. Ah, I don't remember it. That's all right. Too late. Here comes the call. I'll remember it before you go away. Uh, hi, you're on the air. Who's this? Hello. Oh. Well, what's the deal? Maybe it's you, Scott. Well, yeah, could, it be. could be. Yeah. Oh, let me try this again. Hi. Right, can you hear? Can you? Whoop. Uh, hold hello? on. Hello. Oh, hi. Hello. Oh, hi. Hi. Who's this? Clacky D in Des Moines. Oh, hello, Clacky D in Des Moines. Hey, How are Clacky you today? D. I'm well. Oh, uh, glad you figured out your muting issue. Yeah, I don't know what that was. You were <laughs> muted, but it didn't say you were muted, so I don't know what that was. Anyway, welcome Hard to the show. Out. Brian Nibbett's going to explain how this works, what you could win, and what our topic is. That's right, Scott. So, Clacky D, I'm going to be giving Scott and Brian Dunaway a topic. They're going to go back and forth with answers for that topic. If one of them gives a wrong answer, a repeated answer, they take too long to come up with an answer, well, the win goes to the other player. Your job is to predict who's going to come out on top based on the topic today you are playing for carryover prizes from last week and earlier this week for example a mad max figure some tea a print pack two weird norwegian cds and added today a signed copy of scott's 2015 extra life comics compendium mm. All Ooh. and yeah. it's signed even yeah signed uh, it'll it's also like a, it's like a snowball effect of prizes. Yeah. It just keeps it building. It'll have cool. <laughs> it'll have a couple of cool things jammed in the pages as well. I won't tell you what those are, but there'll be some prize, uh, some surprises yeah. in there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, of course, everyone else is mine. A, a slice of budding ham. I mean, like <laughs> prints and stickers and cool stuff. You dirty-minded bastards. A what's, what's dirty about budding ham? Yeah. Budding ham is yeah, not that's dirty. Not dirty at all. It's all good. Buddy, buddy, buddy. He said buddy, buddy. There, there is, there is no. You're right. It is buddy. Isn't he running buddy. for president? He's running for president. He's the mayor of uh, buddy, buddy, judge, judge. Yeah, buddy, <laughs> buddy, judge, buddy, buddy, judge. <laughs> all right, cool. What's our topic? All right. then? Your topic today. Well, we did uh, Superman. We did. Yeah, that'd be great. Flavors, of, <laughs> flavors of meat. We did Superman on Monday. Let's do his buddy Batman. Batman. Uh, there are 15 in my list. 15 actors who have either played Batman in live action or via animation. And uh, I want I want you guys to name as many of those 15 as possible. Woo! All right. This Robert, is a, this Robert is Pattinson bit. is not on this list, by the way. Oh, He's too not played it yet. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Literally is too soon. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't even started principal photography, I don't think. Right, right. So you're going to have to wait. All right. Uh, right. All right. So knowing that that's the topic... Clacky D, who do you think is going to win, and who do you want to go first? Um, I think Scott's going to win this one, and uh, Brian can go first. Yeah. I like your faith. Okay, Brian. Fine. Start. I'll go first. Batman is (laughs) Batman Ben Affleck. Yeah. Ben Affleck, very good. Yes, uh, portrayed him in Batman v Superman and uh, Suicide Squad, um, and that's it. Now, you're going to... Oh, and Justice... Uh, Justice League. I'm going to start Wonder, with, uh, Wonder Woman. I guess he appeared in there too. I'm going to start. Well, you know what? I'll save that guy. I got one that's super obscure that I shouldn't know, but I do because I watched mm-hmm. all these. 
Oh, wow. Like okay. recently, right. so I'm going to hang on to that one in case I need it. All right, let's get back to the 60s. Let's say Adam West. There you go. Sure, Adam West, 1966 to 1968. Um, also provided voiceover work for the Super Friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fantastic. Michael Keaton. Mm-hmm. Michael sure. Keaton. From uh, Batman and uh, Batman Returns. Returns. 1989. Danny, Danny, Danny Elfman's preferred Batman. Oh, really? Is that is right? that really true? Probably. Why does Danny Elfman care? With. What does he care about? He oh, care. did I say Danny Elfman? Yeah. You mean Tim oh, Burton? Yeah. Tim Burton is who I meant. Yeah, but that's oh, also Tim the, Burton's preferred Batman. Yeah. But that's the only Batman he had. So he doesn't. It's not like he had other <laughs> Batman. Batman. It's the Batman we have. All right. What do you want from me? Here's uh, one of the great mistakes, Val Kilmer. Yeah, was that, a mistake? Uh, Batman yes, it was. Forever, 1995. That, that movie you sucks. Shut your filthy mouth. That movie sucks. It's a, an objective uh, truth that that movie sucks, and you know it. Whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sucked. It, you, are you saying it sucked more than? George Clooney, my no, next Batman. No, <laughs> I am not saying that. I think George Clooney right, is worse. Then, then you better straighten up. All right. Ship yeah, shape. Batman and Robin. Uh, those with the the bat nipples. Uh, George Clooney, 1997. Uh, Christian Bale. I'm gonna put Christian Bale on there. Sure. 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 Yeah. Uh, from the Dark Knight trilogy, 2008 to 2012, the Christian Bale. Oh, right. good for you on yeah, getting that one. Good job. <laughs> okay. I'm going with, I learned this yesterday. No, it must have been Monday. I learned this after uh, learning about the Superman voice actor Monday. I went and looked at the Lego movie, found out that Will Arnett played sure the Batman. Yeah. Yep. Not just in uh, the Lego movie, but Lego movie two and the Lego Batman movie. Yes. All oh. Will Arnett. You might say that was a, you might say he stole the show in the first movie and therefore is the most popular yes. Lego character. Uh, oh, here's a great Bill clip. Oh, that's good nice. for you. Yeah, he's stoked. Good for you. Um, let's go with... Um, now it starts getting tough, right? Now we start getting well, the, the rubber meets the road. Start, is that what's happening right. here? Yes. Yeah, so the rubber go. meets the road. And again, road. these can be voice actors too, right? We're good? Yeah, of course. Well, okay. I hope so, because I said uh, Will Arnett. Then we're going with... Oh, yeah, you did say Will Arnett. Uh, let's go with... Um, um, oh, come on. Uh, <laughs> my brain just went blank. Hold on. Oh, my gosh. No, you did Wow. Uh... uh I'm Batman. I can't think of his first name. If I have a last is name, it, it's it, not good enough. Is his first is his first name Batman? No. His is his last name Batman? Batman. <laughs> Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. All right, very good. That's Kevin was... Conroy. Who the crap Kevin is that Conroy. even? The best Batman voice ever. What are you talking about? Yeah. Oh, Batman the animated series plus other. Oh TV princes. yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he did all the right. Arkham games. He was Batman, and right. that was fantastic. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so this is where it gets difficult. Yeah. I've, we've already named all the good Batman. <laughs> There's a couple of more. I got a good one. Yeah. You got another one? Yeah. Because I'll tell you, uh, I'm pretty much out. I can't I can't think of many more. I have two so, more that uh, I know. Two more, and that's it. That's literally all I've got is two. Let me, let me, I'm, I'm just, I'm going to rack my brain. Just give me one second. Just let me, uh, I'm missing anything. Any obvious ones? Mm-hmm. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I found one that's actually missing in uh, TMS Mashup's list. Interesting. Yes. Oh, good. Um, 
I can't think of anybody else. Uh, I'm going to do something... Hmm. I can't even think of anything clever. Like a clever ruse. I can't even think of anything <laughs> like that. Oh. Oh. So let's see. Oh, let's oh, go sorry. with... Oh. Yeah. I'm, I'm not conceding. I always answer. Okay, okay. good, There's good. always yeah. an answer. All right. Blank is, blank is going, always wrong. Yeah. I'm going with Bruce Wayne. What? <laughs> Bruce Wayne. That's a very good guess because Bruce Wayne did play Batman many, many times. However, <laughs> not on the list. That's right. You get a fat one of these because you didn't get it, but I got it. Congratulations. You're a winner. Which means that Des Moines just got to be one happy place. Uh, That's right. Congratulations who, who, on that. Uh, who'd you have in your back pocket there, Scott? You right. had one more probably. Ba- right? I had two more. Um, I would have gone with um, uh, Bruce Greenwood. Yes. Oh, I had Bruce That's Greenwood. The one that wasn't on that my was list. one. Yeah. That was the one. one. Yeah, not on my printed oh, list, but uh, yeah, he did in uh, Young Justice and Under the Red Hood. And then fl- lastly, you know that really terrible old black and white serial they used to have? Yeah, I don't know yeah. if anyone's seen much of it, but I watched oh, all of these not long ago. Yes, his name is Lewis Wilson. That's right. Oh, Lewis yeah. Wilson, very good. Yeah. You could have also said <clears throat> Robert Lowry, oh, uh, Olin Sewell, who was uh, in 1968 part of the Batman Superman Hour doing voiceover work, hmm. Will Friedel, who was in Batman Beyond, Diedrich Bader, who was Batman in The Brave and the Bold, Diedrich Bader from uh, the Drew Carey Show. Did, and, did, uh, oh, oh, oh. Yeah, you know Diedrich space. Bader. <laughs> He was in that great uh, Beverly Hillbillies movie. He played Jethro. Yes, he's Jethro, right. Uh, Jeremy Sisto, who you might remember as the troubled brother on Six Feet Under. Mm. Um, Boy, what else? Uh, He was, wasn't he somebody's brother on Clueless or? uh, I don't know. uh, What else was Jeremy Sisto in? Really good actor. I like that guy. And then Bruce Thomas who was uh, Batman and the Birds of Prey, and also in TV commercial spots. Again, another name that's not on this list is the kid who was in um, on the TV show Gotham, because he did... Yeah, I didn't know his name. His well, name. he played Bruce Wayne. Does that count? He never, they never gave him the name Batman until the very last episode when he was played by a different character, oh. a different actor. Then he doesn't count. I don't think he counts then. He's just young yeah, Bruce Wayne. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. Uh, you know what that means, Des Moines. You win, dude. Congratulations and well done. Clacky D is the big winner. Thank you. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna send an email to Brian because he's got some of what you need. No, I don't have any of it. Is this all me? All you. Okay, Scott. It's all you. Just yeah. send an email to Scott at Frogpants.com. Scott <laughs> at Frogpants.com, and I will bag this up and ship it out to you ASAP. Awesome. Uh, you it's the big one of the biggest physical prize packages we've ever done. So I know. that is a great. You should be proud of your pick. Well done. Oh, yeah. And Reno we'll Romano, another one, yeah. Who? What? Reno Romano. Um, didn't have that one on my list, but I remember seeing that one earlier today when I was uh, looking this up. He was uh, the, the the animated series that was just called The Batman. Mm. He was the um, uh, he was the voice of Batman in that one. Reno Romano. Right. Reno Romano. Reno Romano. Reno Romano. <laughs> Sounds like a real name. All right. Hey, there you go, everybody. <laughs> it is a real name. Uh, Dunaway, you did you did good, but you didn't do good enough. I didn't do great. No. I did all right, yeah. but I didn't do great. Yeah. But it is nice to clear the prize block a little bit and start it fresh. Is. Um, it is. That thing was good. Next big. week, you, you, get, you get a single game. That's yeah. all you get. That's all you get. Single code, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Uh, congratulations to him. Congrats to you for hanging out with us, because boy, that's a real thrill for you in your life. And uh, stay it out of is. trouble. I bye, look bye, bye. To it every week. Oh, I just hung up on him. Aww. 
<laughs> I hung up Bye, on him. But Brian. I, I hung up on him, but it still let him talk for a second. Yeah, yeah, just for like a little one last little bit. So he got his he got his say say out. He said what he had to say. Yeah, yeah. All, All right. right. Here's this. Bye, this yeah. is your radio newscaster with another exclusive, sensational summary of world and local events. It's the news brought to you by. Brought to you by Coverville today. Uh, another two-part cover story. Now, normally, like if it's a really big artist and then kind of a smaller artist, they do a couple sets of the big artist and one set of the small artist. I'm flip-flopping it today because there's a uh, a band that is criminally under recognized here in the U.S. A band called Stereophonics, mm. and um, they're known. There's one specific song that's used for a TV show that they that they're known for here in the u.s but a lot of people even don't know it's them um kelly jones though man amazing vocalist very popular in the uk so we're going to be listening to a couple sets of their music and then kind of wrapping things up with some uh, kinks covers because ray davies is having a birthday this month as well so um check it out coverville today 1 p.m twitch.tv slash coverville uh real quick did you hear the bad news about because you're speaking of music uh dave mustaine from uh Oh no. Uh, no. He's not dead, but he has oh. cancer. I don't remember what the cancer diagnosis was. I did not was. hear that from from Metallica. Oh no. That's yeah. uh, no, uh not Metallica. Um Megadeth. I'm Megadeth, sorry. Megadeth. Megadeth. But yes. didn't he try out he was for Metallica? The original, or he was the original lead guitarist of Metallica. That's right. And then one night he yeah. got so wasted that when he woke up they said you're fired or something. I can't remember. <laughs> That's right. Yes, exactly. Some story like that. But anyway, exactly. kind of a yeah. bummer. Um, all right, let's get to the news then. We got some here yeah. to read, and I shall read it now for your enjoyment at home. Oh, no, but before we get to that, you heard the other news. Uh, Tom posted this on Twitter today. Well, you know what? Never mind. We'll wait because Tom will want to talk about it, I think, in uh, no. uh, when he comes on. So, never mind. Well, let's let's do the news. Sorry. All right, we'll wait as for you Tom, Merritt. As you Tom Merritt will be here to tell us whatever this cool you've teased it though, and that's good. I like it. I know it's a good tease, right. Uh, there was a man. He was arrested at a JFK airport. Oh, a uh, quick update. Carter got to Japan. She's great. She sent me a text at 1.30 in the morning when she got all off the plane and good. all is well. So, Excellent. Yeah, good news there. Um, good, good, good. A man was arrested at the JFK airport after 34 live birds were found in his carrying case, and they were all in individual hair curlers. So imagine <laughs> like the little round curler with a bird jammed yeah. in it. Alive. You a little bird jammed in there. Yeah. Jeez. A living bird. This isn't some dead bird. These were legit living birds he was trying to smuggle. Hold on. I cannot copy this for some reason. The problem was is that he tried to send out a tweet as soon as he landed. No! Uh, thank I you very it. much. I get it. Enjoy That's your... Weird. Tip your waitress. It's really good. <laughs> really, really good. Uh, see, there they are. You see that, everybody in the chat? They're oh, in there. there. There's oh, pictures. There look at that. Oh, these little know. birds all jammed in these. Cool oh my god! Look I at that. Know. They're so. That sucks. Ugh. It's not nice at all. Oh, I don't like that at all. Oppos that is opposite of cool. Uh, he was arrested. He tried to th uh, smuggle 35 or th excuse me, 34 live finches into uh, the country with plastic hair curlers. This is on a flight from Guana or Guyana. Sorry, Guyana. Guana. Iguana. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it. Francis Gurahu had the birds hidden in his uh, hand luggage when he was pulled over by customs officials. 39-year-old was planning to sell the animals to be used in a lucrative bird singing competition in New York City. Oh, those lucrative bird singing competitions. Yes. I've never even heard of that. That's crazy. Oh, that's... You know what? <laughs> the he was, offshoot of the voice. Listen how, how highfalutin it was. This is crazy. 
He had intended to smuggle the birds inside of his carry-on luggage to be sold for approximately $3,000 each per bird. Oh, wow. 102 grand total. That is lucrative. Wow. Yep. The Guyanese finch, uh, finches, which were said to have better singing voices than their U.S. relatives, are used for bird singing competitions in Brooklyn and Queens in a contest. Sorry, in such contests, often conducted in public areas like parks, two finches sing and a judge selects the bird determined to have the best voice. Never even heard of this. A bird's no. value can rise to around five <laughs> grand if it's crowned a champion. How how much do you make like when you win a competition? Is there there's a cash prize for who's got the best a singing bird that's insane it's kind of crazy right wow uh, like luke says it's a fake story it's not sky news. it's sky news dude they don't put, they don't print fake stories this is legit it is crazy how many stories we get you know we probably we'll probably tell two a month or so maybe two or three a month of people smuggling some sort of weird animal mm -hmm. in their suitcase yeah they have them all the time it's just crazy it's very weird apparently i don't know enough about the poaching business no, apparently, apparently it's very it's a lucrative one because probably for every one that gets caught that we talked about on the show, there are a hundred that don't go, you know, that don't get caught. This is all true. Uh, all right, a millionaire got his not his birds, but his time in prison. Check this out. Okay, all right. A millionaire sentenced to nine years in prison after a man died trying to build secret tunnels under this guy's home. Uh, this is a million-dollar stock trader sentenced to nine years in prison on Monday. This worker died. He hired okay. this dude. This millionaire hired this dude to dig uh, tunnels okay. beneath his house. Right. Uh, this is in suburban Washington D.C. as protection or for as protection from potential North Korean missile strikes. So this dude was like paranoid, right? Thinking that uh, well, he's in Washington D.C., which would be which assumedly would be a target for for uh, a missile strike i guess so but i don't think they're they don't have long-range missiles yet that do that not yet no so this seems a little paranoid to me but whatever yeah yeah uh, well you, you know you want to start the tunnels early for the time when they do get uh long-range missiles. there you strikes. go yeah, you're right his paranoia has been justified daniel beckwit right. is his name he's 28 <laughs> he's been found guilty of second degree murder and involuntary manslaughter and the death of askia uh, kafra age 21 who was found naked and charred in the burnt-out basement of the Bethesda, Maryland residence. Uh, during the two-week trial, prosecutors described how Beckwit hired Kafra to build a house, or sorry, complex of bunker-style tunnels in case of an attack by North Korea. Uh, Beckwit would pick up Kafra from his home in Silver Spring, Maryland, outside of Washington, and require him to wear darkened blackout glasses and prevented him from seeing uh, where he was being driven to. So he never knew that he was going to this guy's basement. Yeah. He would. This is where. This is where a weird story gets even weirder so like this guy is so now now the paranoia is in full ramp and swing right because he's he's grabbing this guy uh picking him up, <laughs> up from his home mm. and making him wear a uh, blindfold basically so he can't figure out where this guy's house is that he's digging tunnels under. yeah and he's only 21 like holy cow my gosh um, what uh why was he charred because like, the, there's a fire in 2017 that killed him i guess oh geez yeah and this guy just sort of covered it up and hit it and acted like it never happened and basically shut wow. the, shut the tunnels and said all right we're done we're done with my tunnels uh so yeah nine years in prison enjoy your millionaire lifestyle well done your paranoia Oof. was worth it there but that guy was only 28 the millionaire yeah I don't get it, dude. So, what's a young dude? paranoid? Uh, <laughs> that's some that's some early onset paranoia right there, Scott. Twenty eight. <laughs> yeah, Jeez, yeah. that's too too soon.
to spend the next nine years of your life in jail and too soon for a 21 year old to die because you're an idiot. Uh, let's see here. What else you got? Uh, oh, <laughs> this is really great. A retired clergyman. He's 85 years old. Okay. He's retired oh, now. Oh, nice. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Giving he, up the cloth. Yeah. Okay, totally. Like, you know, I've done my duty, my time. I've, I've given my all to the Lord on high. Well, uh-huh. now he's enjoying what he calls mind-blowing sex life as a porn star. <laughs> That's what he says. Oh, nice. Okay. Retired clergyman uh-huh. Norm Self. 85-year-old porn star. Yeah. Tell me more, Scott. Yeah. He, uh, the OAP has made four blue movies in two years and urges older people to opt for the mind-blowing sex life he is lapping up. Please don't use the term lapping up. Ugh, yeah, lapping up. Um, oh. Norm, let's see, not paid for the work. What does that mean? <laughs> He's doing it. I'm doing oh, it for free. He is doing it for free, I guess. Anyway, yeah. he said, my housemate asked if I would be in a film. I was invited in, and all of a sudden, all this attention comes to me. It's almost like having a party. That's one of the things I admire about the way of doing <laughs> porn, about this way of doing porn. Norm says his 85-year-old self is more vibrant than his 45-year-old self. Uh, quote, we are going to have sex anyway, so why not make it a liberating and bonding experience instead of hiding it away in the shadows? In the un- If the universe grants me another 10 years, who knows what will be happening with sex? Hello, did somebody order a <laughs> minister? <laughs> uh, <laughs> you could do all kinds of uh, yeah. dirty work there with that, I think. Um, it says... It is, let's see, it is as though my erotic energy has taken over and inhabited me. Uh, his life story is being told in a Channel 5 directory in in, in the UK, uh, not directory, a documentary, documentary, which contains graphic scenes called OAPS on the game, the sex business, and he's in there. So. Check <sighs> it out, everybody. Check it out. Coming soon to Channel 5, BBC. You know I mean, good for him. Good for him that he's uh, enjoying this and having fun with it, and it's such a different thing than than what he's doing. I I won't be watching. Nope. <laughs> Sorry. Are there a lot of are there a lot of old people things? People are into that or something? Is that a thing? I old don't know. Porn? Probably. I mean, there's a fetish for everything, right? Well, I like watching old people get it on. I can't even imagine. Well, it's fine. Whatever. The natural human inclination is to. The reason we see old people go, ew, is because they're past their prime. They're no longer of extend the life of the species age. So it's a it's a embedded kind of human reaction. But I guess if you're into it, you're into it. Whatever, man. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to judge. If you want to watch an 85 year old guy with his little shriveled up ding dang uh, rolling around in a jello filled hot tub. Fine. I just made all that up. I don't know if any of that's happening, but if it is, (laughs) go for it. Have fun. I'm not here to judge you. Fine, fine. You know what I'm hey, not listen, here to. How we know it's shriveled up. It might be. Who knows? Might be impressive. He's yeah. had the Lord on his side for quite a while. Maybe he's a grower. maybe the Lord giveth in mysterious ways or something. <laughs> grower, not a shower, is how they say. It. I could be exactly. I mean, I don't know. I just it's nothing I care to see. So chat room, don't feel judged. <laughs> Lawn makes says he feels judged. <laughs> I don't know why you want why you'd want to feel judged, but it's fine. Yeah. Uh, Sorry. Nursing homes are actually rampant with extracurricular activities, says Lemonade. Yeah, they are. Yeah, well, you've told that story before of. uh, Oh, right. Pantsless. 
pantsless. My, gra- uh, my grandma's boyfriend at the time. Your grandma's boyfriend, pantsless at the door. Oh, That's hi. True. We, She's you know, in we, here. We just chalked that up to like he's in the thick of dementia. But honestly, maybe that was more of a common thing there. Maybe they were all just getting it on. And you know what? More power to him. Go for it. Whatever. Spend your waning days doing that. It's fine. That's great. You know, hopefully I'm not yeah. just a useless pud on the front exactly. porch at that age. Anyway, what's his poor name? <laughs> Sack his drag. Name. Uh, uh, Grandpa Saggy Nuts, really? <laughs> <laughs> really, chat room? Prune. Uh, <laughs> prune, prune Tang. <laughs> this is his poor name. <laughs> Oh, all right. You can tell your kids to turn the radio back up, everybody. We're going to yeah, exactly. <laughs> Our final story. I mean, I don't even. I don't even want to see this documentary, let alone the thing. So I'm not. No, into, no, exactly. Not into it. Uh, Game of Thrones. It's a thing. It ended, though. You know sure. how it ended. Yeah, I remember that. Yep. Yeah, I've got the the dragon and the then the people and whatnot in there. Well, the prequel, which is supposed to be set all around the kind of height of the Targaryen reign and rule uh, is already filming. Oh, good. Uh, started today, in fact, in Northern Ireland, which is, I think, where they filmed a lot of Game of Thrones, generally. Did, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think they're just sticking to the same place. These are not the same showrunners. We don't know a whole lot about it. In fact, I don't think we even know cast and stuff yet, do we? I don't think we do. No, no. Yeah, let's see. Game. My of- guess is that it won't really have any of the same... Is that it's not going to have any of the same actors? No, this the, is supposed uh, to be like 300 years ahead. Yeah, I think not it even, is. we won't even get the Mad King. We'll just it's just gonna be way earlier. As far as I know, yes. Mm-hmm. They've said so little about it. Let's see, is there a yeah. cast? Let's see if there's a cast. Uh Game of Thrones prequel. Oh, a diverse cast. Here we go. I've missed right. this okay. somehow. Um I have too. Uh all right, who do we got here? Uh Game of Thrones prequel. Uh okay. British director SJ Clarkson has been tapped for the show's pilot. Uh, she directed episodes of Collateral, Orange is the New Black, Dexter, Bates Motel, and the pilot for Jessica Jones. Cool. Um, she's also doing the next big Star Trek film. I didn't know about that either. All right. Anyway, it says, uh, let's see. I'm trying to find the cast. All right. You got your uh, uh, Naomi Watts is in there. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, Naomi Ackle or Aki is another Naomi. She's a okay. British actress. She's got a role. All Naomi's. An all Naomi production <laughs> of Game of Thrones. She was in 2017's Lady Macbeth film that got a lot of accolades, I guess. But I don't know her very much. Um, let's see. Denzi, or sorry, Denise Goch. Goch. She's an Irish stage actor who won raised ah. for starring in the plays People, Places, and the Things ah. of Angels in America. Sure. Um, okay. You got your Jamie Campbell Bower, British actor known for the Twilight Saga. Camelot and Tim Burton, Sweeney Todd, and he looks like a Lannister, so probably some connection there. Uh, Sheely Atom, don't know who she is. Ivano Jeremiah, he was on AMC's Humans, Netflix Black Mirror, Upcoming The Flood. Uh, A bunch of other names I don't know. Anyway, looking Hmm. forward to that. Yeah. Don't know what to expect, but I'm looking forward to so it. So Naomi Watts and a bunch of other people. <laughs> yep. yep, that's true. She's the only yeah. recognizable face. Although I, you don't see much of her lately, do you? Much? No, not since. I mean, the last thing I remember seeing her in was the the movie about the uh, tidal wave um, in Indonesia that? or 
Thai, uh, Thailand, maybe Thailand. Um, it was based on a true story, but like it, you know, big tidal wave that that uh, you know washed over a little touristy resort, the impossible, yeah, touristy resort town, and she and her family are all trying to find uh, find each other after getting kind of separated by the wave. It's like a tsunami, one of those tsunami movies. A tsunami, yeah, but not a, but not like a, not like a big Hollywood, big budget disaster movie. I mean, it was like a. Um, uh, more like a serious Oscar bait kind of movie. Oh yeah, that's right. She was in uh, in the most recent uh, season of Twin Peaks too as Dougie's wife. Oh, all right. She gets around. I forgot about that. I don't she think does. I've seen anything since King Kong. It's been a while for me. Oh wow. Yeah, you need to see The Impossible. That was really good. All right, I'll check it out. Yeah, Jake <laughs> Calhoun's right. Let's make a movie about a tragedy in Thailand and then put uh, white people in as the stars. It happens a well, lot. Well. They were, you know, it was they were the tourists that were visiting. But yes, you're you're absolutely right. Yeah, it's focusing on the those poor white people that barely made it out. <laughs> uh, Tom Holland was in that, was he? Huh, I don't remember that. Wow, that's cool. Was he British in it or American? Because hmm. I don't know. I wonder if she if he played uh, one of her kids. All right. Oh, that's right. It was Ewan McGregor was her husband, and the three sons. Oh, why didn't I see this? Yeah, this you need to great. see it. It's really good. I like a good disaster movie. Yeah, and it's and it's a really well done one, man. It's uh, 2012. So it's been a little while. It has been a while. Oh yeah, reviewed well. I don't know how I missed this. Completely missed uh-huh. this. Yeah. Hmm. All right, putting it on my list. Um, not streaming like except on YouTube. Oh, that guy. The same director did Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. Oh uh, well, we won't want to talk Ooh. about that. But he did some Penny Dreadful, so it's okay. Oh, there we go. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, that's it for your news today. Oh, we still have a little bit of time. Uh, let me do one oh. quick thing here. Okay. There was a thing I, I I chucked for time, but now I'm going to grab it again. Let's bring it back. Yeah. Uh, hold on. Why isn't this working? I mean, we could talk about the thing that, that Tom might want to talk about because it's not tech related. It's really related to our movie draft. Oh, tell me... Tell me what it is, and then I'll, and then we'll just. They are re-releasing Endgame at the end of this month on the twenty eighth, with a scene at the end with a uh, with stuff uh, after the credits. Wow! A really? Deleted scene. Yep. I mean, they're gonna make it. Does that, okay, is, <laughs> yep. So is your Hello, Avatar? <laughs> is your big is your big question if we? Um, I mean, it already beat Avatar, right? beat everything no it, it beat titanic it does not beat avatar yet oh well then yeah then this is a chance to do that but does this still count for us yes it totally does oh that's awesome it's it's not a video release it's a theater release so of course it counts yeah we're gonna win this thing i don't know i know we're I totally know. gonna this, win it we're gonna win actually, it actually this actually cements it basically yeah like we're already way ahead in ridiculous ways and the movies that yeah. were supposed to do good for people have kind of tanked and been Real poopers, uh, yeah. money-wise. And we're just sitting here with this gigantic monster of a film that it's the only thing anyone cared about this year. We got this. We mm-hmm. totally have this. Now, yeah. this Are deleted you, it, scene, is, is it like a... You, oh, go ahead. Is that enough to make you go back to the theaters and see it one more time? Yeah, I might. I think it would for me, too. Um, I saw it twice. Once on IMAX, once on regular. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> I mean, there's the potential that while I'm in another theater after I watch Yesterday, the film about what happened if the Beatles never existed, mm -hmm. that I might pop into another theater that's showing uh, Endgame and just pop in for the last 10 minutes or something. But but you never know. I mean... <laughs> oh, that's a good point because all I really need to see... Is it a stinger type thing during the credits or is it it's another a scene? Type thing. Okay. Yeah, there's no scenes... From what it sounds like, there's no scenes added throughout the movie. It's just stuff after the credits. Okay. Yeah, I want to do that. Yeah. Avengers bigger, longer, and uncut. Yes, Kentucky Fried Computer. That is correct. Uh, the, <laughs> the point is, every dime... Listen, chat room, if we can make just a, a, a an appeal to you. Every dime you spend on Avengers Endgame here in America, okay? It doesn't matter worldwide. But here in America, you are contributing to the first Frog Pants slash Morning Stream slash Tadpool team win of the summer movie draft ever so mm -hmm. you keep it up keep going to see it because we will win this freaking competition <laughs> for once that's right here so. we go uh city and posts uh, from feig not an extended cut but there will be a version going to theaters with a bit of a marketing push with a few new things at the end of the movie if you stay and watch the movie after the credits there'll be a deleted scene a little tribute and a few surprises this will be next weekend surprises surprises only one weekend open or or longer did they say is it just for a Ooh, that's a really good question i don't know because a one-off is not as uh, that doesn't help us so much yeah no, not as much fantastic four finally make an appearance or x-men finally make an appearance in an avengers film that or... could be so cool dude and yeah the, tri the tribute's probably stanley related i would it's think. gotta be yeah yeah exactly well anyway check back and uh, we'll we'll let you know if we hear any more details. We'll be your number one source for Avengers re-release news here on TMS. Mm -hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, Tom Merritt, and uh, we'll talk about that and whatever tech stuff he's got going on today. After sure. that, recommendals. Uh, Nicolas, though, last minute she had a, a doctor appointment with uh, the girl. So uh, we'll be doing that on our own, but uh, no big deal. We'll still do it. And um, more like that. So stick around. Let's play a song first. What do you have? Let's do exactly that. We're going to go to uh, San Antonio, Texas for a band that's actually made up of family members, the Ramoses. Um, they call themselves Sympathetic Drive. This is from their brand new album, Fight or Flight. The song is called It's Love. Get ready for an overdose of funk. Here is Sympathetic Drive. You say you're in control. That's the way you like to roll. There's a peace within your soul Well good for you, well good for you And that your life is sweet Every day another treat Satisfaction so complete You swear it's true, you swear it's true But I saw you yesterday Having words with Desiree It was quite a fine display What did she do, what did she do And that peace inside of you Just drains out on the floor And all you want from her What can you do? What can you do? It's love, it's love, it's 
Greetings, fair listeners. It's me, Scott Johnson, to take a moment to talk to you about the days when you were always ready to go. Yeah, that's right. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. That's like the color blue, blue, B-L-U-E, you know, blue, and then chew.com. Brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. I'm saying those both wrong, right? Viagra and Cialis. You can take them anytime, day or night, even on a full stomach. And because they're chewable, they'll work up to twice as fast as some sort of pill. So you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Blue Chew is a prescribed online product and shipped straight to your door in a discreet package. So no in-person doctor visits, no waiting at the pharmacy, and best of all, no awkwardness. They are uh, made right here in the USA. And since Blue Chew appears, or excuse me, prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, we've got a special deal for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use our special promo code TMS. Just pay $5 shipping. Again, that's blue like the color blue. BlueChew.com and the promo code TMS. Try it for free. They're better, cheaper, faster choice. And we thank them. But you don't want to raise your heating bill. Blankets are okay, but they can slip and slide. And when you need to reach for something, your hands are trapped inside. Now, there's the Snuggie. When's your birthday? When's your birthday? <laughs> this is the morning stream. And what we have here is a failure to communicate. <laughs> <laughs> Wannabos in the chat says you saw Endgame last night and they added a Spider-Man Far From Home trailer to the end? Yeah, they put that in um, really shortly after the... uh, Basically, once that trailer dropped where Tom Holland says, Hello, make sure you've seen Avengers Endgame Mm. um, before you watch this trailer because there's some spoilers in here. Mm. This is my real voice, people. (laughs) Um, uh, So they added that in uh, a couple months ago. They didn't have it in the IMAX one because I don't think they'd they'd made an IMAX version of that trailer yet. But mm. Um, mm. that's still in the top ten right now, isn't it? I think so. Endgame? Yeah. Wow. Top ten box office. I think it is. Is it really? So it's still making money for us, yeah. even. Oh yeah. That we seriously, everyone thought we were crazy to spend all our money on that, but yeah, we knew. We knew it. Was hey, up. we spent money on that uh, Seth Rogen Charlize Theron movie too. That's true. We did. Yeah, Avengers Endgame is currently currently tenth, so it's just barely in the list, but wow, wow. still in there. Black, uh, Men in Black International at uh, number one this last weekend, although it only did twenty four percent Rotten Tomatoes. No one likes it. Uh, Secret Life of Pets two, Aladdin, and then Rocket Man are your top four films. Dark Phoenix finishing out the five. Toy Story opening this weekend with a ninety nine percent Rotten Tomatoes early review uh, rating. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, they, that's how there many reviews. 135 reviews, all all positive. No one has anything bad to say about the new Toy Story. So whoever owns that, they'll probably do okay. Cool. Still not going to do in-game money, but you'll do okay. Yep, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Good luck to you is what I would say. All right, let's find out if that's... Oh, Brian, did I lose you? We lost Brian. I'm here now. Can you hear me now? Yeah, that was weird. What was that? Okay. I don't know, but you disappeared for me. It actually relaunched 
uh, Discord. So whatever problems, <laughs> That's maybe great. with the video and stuff, is uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I have no idea. Forced to relaunch, and now I don't have your screen again. I don't have your video either. <sighs> you should give me. Hey, I'll show you mine you if you show me yours. There he is, everybody. <laughs> yeah, that was really weird. That was weird. It's like the call reset almost. All right, well, let's make it weirder and add somebody else to it. Yeah, this ought to go really well. Yeah, should be no problem. Actually, Tom never really has any problems on here. No, no, never. We'll be okay. All right, here's this, and then we'll go. With the computer, as with any tool, the concept and direction must come from the man. That man is Tom Merritt, and he's with us today. Tom Merritt, welcome to the show. Why, thank you, Scott and Brian. I, I assume you have all heard that <laughs> Facebook has become a shadow government. No, I hadn't heard oh, that. That's really? some no. shock, shocking no. uh, info. Maybe you've heard that Facebook has become its own country. Oh, my gosh. Oh, who's the president? Zuckerberg? All, president Zuckerberg? All I've heard okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll dial it down. Facebook is is taking over banking. World, world currencies are, are irrelevant now. Oh, my Lord. Uh, this this all sounds horribly uh, awful and also fake. Is it true? Um, it's not true. No, oh. no, that's too bad. <laughs> but it is based, like most good conspiracy theories, uh, in something true, uh, which is, of course, that Facebook announced the Libra cryptocurrency is coming next year. Wait, their own cryptocurrency? Their own cryptocurrency? No. Oh. oh. And that's that's the part that that people are having a hard time wrapping their heads around. Like uh, me, <laughs> Facebook has created this cryptocurrency, but they are going to have it run by an independent nonprofit association based in Geneva, Switzerland, called the Libra Association. Facebook will have a seat on the twenty-eight member board of that association. Uh, but nonprofits, other financial uh, institutions like Visa and MasterCard, PayPal, uh, companies like Spotify who want to process payments more easily, uh, uh, and uh, in investment uh, bank bankers like Andreessen Horowitz uh, will also be on the Libra Association. Uh, Facebook also wants to get more members on the Libra Association. They want to have 100 members on it before the end of the year, and they don't want to launch the cryptocurrency until the first half of 2020. Uh, where the concern comes in is that, of course, Facebook wants to use the cryptocurrency to make it easier to transfer money and, of course, probably spend money when you're on Facebook. Interesting. <laughs> Do So this, I was going to say to what end, but I think you just described it. Like they want to create a, I don't know, are they trying to create a financial services network that would, like if I go to Facebook and I want to spend some money, do I have to have Libra or can I just spend five bucks and it's just the Libra is the, the yeah, underground yeah. thing where all the money gets transferred around and who cares where my money goes at that point. Is right that now, you can spend your five bucks, <clears throat> but it costs everyone a lot because okay. of transfer fees and credit card fees, all this stuff that happens that consumers don't even realize. No. Uh, it's one of the things that causes companies like Patreon nightmares because they have to deal with the back-end payment processors. Everybody takes a little cut of everything. Mm -hmm. So uh, what, what Facebook wanted to do was create a simpler way to do that they knew that if they did it themselves, the way WeChat uh, has done, that they would come under a lot of criticism. They're already coming under a lot of criticism the way they're doing it now. Mm -hmm. So they created this independent association to say the finances of it, the creation of it, the running of it, the moderating of it, the currency will happen outside of us, but we'll get the benefit of the lower fees. So it will make it easier for you to transfer money and it'll make it easier for merchants to accept money 
but it won't be exactly money. Uh, this is where it really gets kind of wonky financially. It is going to be based on a, a bunch of reserves. So they will have euros and Swiss francs and US dollars and, and government bonds and securities uh, in this reserve to keep the value of the cryptocurrency pegged. Mm. In other words, it won't be like Bitcoin where whatever people will pay for it, that's what you get. It'll be tied directly to whatever this, whatever the value of this huge reserve investment is. That's how the value of the Libra will be determined. And they expect it to hover around dollars, euros, and pounds. Uh, so it won't ever be one to one and it will fluctuate a little bit, but it'll be close enough that, you know, six Libra might be $5, might be seven pounds, et cetera. Can I mine it? Like, can I get a real? No. Okay. All right. The, uh, the amount of Libra will always like be it. the amount of people who wanted, uh, who, who wanted Libra. Okay. So it won't be mined or created. It'll only be created when you buy some Libra and it will be destroyed as soon as you sell your Libra. Okay. And Brian, Brian, I think was going to make you a good say, point. You, you can, yeah, I was going to say, yeah, you can mine it by cooking like on pictures of people's food. That's how you mine Libra. Yeah. More, the more likes, the more you've mined it, I guess. Right. Exactly. I mean, you could earn it. Sure. sure. Yeah. But, sure. but Libra, Libra is only created when you buy it. It's not like Bitcoin where there, there's folks out there mining it. Also, it's, it's not an open node where anybody can run a node at this point. Right now, only the members of the Libra Association will be able to run the nodes that it's run on. Right. Okay. Now, here's the question. I Well, here's a statement. I'm not that surprised that the, 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 the quick-to-jump press that usually jumps all over these sorts of things and these headline generators are kind of going all conspiracy theory because if you think about it, <clears throat> this is up till now... Uh, the 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 strange world of cryptocurrency has been uh, for a lot of people just sort of a weird side note, a thing they don't understand. Even if you hear a definition of it, you still don't really understand it. It seems to be tied to a lot of hey, I'm got some malware on your computer, and if you don't pay me in twenty bitcoins, I'm gonna send all your nudes to the paper or whatever. Like right. like that's been <laughs> the reputation of it, and now suddenly a mainstream, very big, very large umbrella of a company is introducing, in effect, a cryptocurrency, uh, albeit and not directly, but through this association, you could see why people would get conspiratorial, I guess. Well, and and I, I've seen the reaction of people who do understand uh, what I'm explaining here, like, oh, so it's a cryptocurrency with none of the benefits of cryptocurrency. That seems dumb. Mm. Uh, and, and the fact is, you, you've been told cryptocurrency's benefits were all these crazy things uh, and the Libra Association is being set up to only take advantage of the sensible things, which really is uh, ease of, of, of movement. Uh, I, most people in your audience probably don't do remittances, but a large part of the world does. Mm. Remittances are, I am a Pakistani working in Canada and I want to send money back home. Right. To do that, I have to give up 7% on average of the money I'm sending back home. Right. If I've got Facebook's Libra, which by the way, anybody can run. PayPal can have their own Libra. So you don't have to use Facebook to take advantage of Libra. It's an right. independent association and PayPal is part of it. Right. Uh, but if I use Libra, I can send the money back home with almost none of it taken out. So 7% of my money goes back into my pocket. Almost, almost 7%. Uh, that's a big deal. That is a huge market worldwide. Yeah. The other thing that this sort of thing can help with is unbanked. 31% of the 
earth is unbanked. They don't have bank accounts. And so they have to do things like payday loans, mm. uh, where you go and you cash your paycheck and they keep a huge percentage of your paycheck for you. Uh, this will allow people to store money without having to fork over a ton of it uh, to a, a, a bank or, or a payday loan type of situation. So there's a lot of benefits in operating this kind of association. Where the criticisms can lie, and I think should lie sensibly, are when Facebook says, great, uh, hey, would you like to connect all your WhatsApp uh, con contacts to your Libra account? Oh, hey, would you like to connect all your Facebook contacts to your Libra account? By the way, when you do that, you let us track stuff so that we can add it to our advertising targeting. That's what you're going to have to watch out for. Yeah. Now, can Leos, Pisces, Cancers, uh, can mm. they use the uh, Libra or are they screwed? Because they're not That's that. That's a great question. They have not made it clear whether you and I will be able to use this or only Sarah Lane. Okay. <laughs> Sarah Lane, once again, <laughs> damn you, Sarah. <laughs> All right. Well, this is fascinating. I'm sure we'll talk more about it uh, today on the Daily Tech Actually, show. no. We talked about it in depth yesterday. Oh, we might talk okay. about it a little bit more today on DTNS. But mm. uh, if you want the the full rundown on this, check out yesterday's Daily Tech News show. We even have uh, further comment about it in Good Day Internet if you're a Patreon subscriber. Nice. People should check that out. We have one final comment from Justin Robert Young. You just called in. This is what he says. We're going to crypto coin, goddammit. There you go. So now that's all done. <laughs> Uh, Tom, also this thing with the movie, with, we got to at least bring this up. So Brian informs me that um, Endgame is having a, at least a weekend uh, with some. Uh, They're added adding more scenes. game to the end of Endgame. Yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, more game to the end. Uh, congratulations, you guys, on winning the movie draft. Now <laughs> 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 yeah, this should do it, right? Yeah. I mean, oh, you, you have to. Yeah, we're all, the rest yeah. of. I am Trekker, and I are both kind of weeping in a corner with Veronica. Um, <laughs> this is yeah. It, it, it's, I guess, possible that this doesn't get reported as endgame revenue because it's slightly different. Mm. But one of the reasons people think they're doing this is they want to beat Avatar's record, yeah, in which yeah. case they're going to make sure it gets reported uh, along with the rest of endgame. So uh, if, if it gets reported as endgame, which it should, yeah. uh, you mm. guys are going up to, you know, at least 900 billion in the movie draft, possibly a billion. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> it was going to be it was going to be a huge stretch for me to catch that with Lion King, mm -hmm. uh, it was it was going to be pretty attainable for Team uh, Amtrek, uh, right. Team John Trekker to catch you with Toy Story 4 and Toy it. Story, yeah. yeah, yeah, Toy Story, you know, that's that's going to be a big one. They're already at 426 million with Captain yeah. Marvel. Uh, so 500 million for Toy Story 4 and it, it starts to feel harder yeah. for them. Yeah. Uh, and I bet you'll make more than 100 million out of this. Region. Here's what's crazy. This is what's crazy about this. There's a lot of crazy things about the records being broken and everything and, and, and games run in general. But this, the, you know, the tradition in Hollywood is if you're the number one box office champ forever, you do a, I can't remember where, where it is, but like a, a newspaper full page ad congratulating the new winners or whatever. Or maybe you just do it online. I, I don't know. But James Cameron's done this once already for Endgame when it yeah. passed uh, when it passed Titanic. They're going to have to do it again if it passes uh, uh, Avatar, which would Avatar, just be yeah. hilarious to if me. If I was James Cameron, I'd be hurrying up to put a special version of Avatar in theaters <laughs> right now. I would just put some Aven Avengers Endgame stuff at the end of Avatar <laughs> and release that. There you go. There you go. That'll, that'll work. Well, he's still got, you know, we got Avatar movies to come. I wonder how those will perform in a, in a post-MCU world where 
I don't know. Mm-hmm. Expectations for movies have changed, and I don't know that Avatar has Avatar's the same is one drop. of those movies that everybody pretends they hate, but it was the biggest grossing movie. I right? liked Avatar. I saw it multiple yeah. times, and I liked it, and I still like it. I think it has problems. It's not the perfect movie, but what is? So people do pretend that they don't like it. They liked it just fine. <laughs> Number one grossing film of all time. I think you guys liked it. In, in general, there are outliers. There's plenty of things people don't like. Well, the chat room's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not pretending. I didn't like it. Mm, yeah, that's <laughs> what you say when you're pretending you didn't like it. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. All right, today, 2.30 Mountain Time, the daily tech news show with Tom and of the aforementioned Sarah Lane. Of course, Roger will be there, and I'll be there for this Wednesday edition. Tom, is there anything else we should talk about before you go? Uh, yeah, the secret files keep uh, being released uh, on my writing Patreon, and uh, one of the ways to keep up with them is at the free Tom newsletter, freetomnewsletter.com. Check it out. Yeah, and don't forget, yesterday's current geek delay till tomorrow was not Tom. It was my dumb dentist and how long they took to do everything. It wasn't even you. Yeah, it was yeah. a dentist. It sucked. They were, Tom they were, dentist. They were, they were, normally, they have three doctors. They had one, and they had and they were down two hygienists, so they were super busy. I understand. I totally uh, get people it. People out sick or something. Yeah, they just jacked me up, and I got stuck there forever, and they told me I had a fat tongue. It was a great time. <laughs> I told you you have a fat tongue They told me I had a big, that? a big tongue. Rude. They said I have a big tongue. That insult to injury, basically, is yeah. what that was. I can't stop I think thinking about it. I think your tongue is just husky. <laughs> <laughs> My tongue is a brick house, Tom. Let's just be Your tongue is about big it. boned. Yeah, I have a big bone tongue. Well, speaking of big bones, have a fantastic week. Uh, we'll see you next Thanks. time. Bye now. All right. And there will be a current geek tomorrow. We just had to push it because cool. I got stuck there. Uh, your video is weird. Am I still moving? Is my head moving? You are still moving to me. You're still moving to me. Oh, good. Uh, Nicole's not here, so we're going to no. jump in and do uh, This Without Her, which is recommendals. I'm not playing her theme because it's just got her name in it. <laughs> no, Nicole. There you go. That's just as good. Uh, we are going to do recommendals ourselves where we recommend stuff we've seen on streaming services. The tradition is Brian goes first. I see no reason to change that. So, Brian, what's your clip here? Uh, this is a series. Listen, were you uh, disappointed? And I'm not speaking to you, but I'm speaking to the audience. Were you disappointed with... Uh, uh, season two of American Gods. Um, I was a little bit, and this kind of made up for it. Oh, so that's all I'm gonna say. All right, yeah. here we go then. Armageddon is days away, and we've lost the Antichrist. We have to work together. We have nothing whatsoever in common. I don't even like you. You do. If we don't find it, it'll be the war to end everything. Where are we going? The end of the world. It's not far. The Earth isn't going to just end itself. The four horsemen of the apocalypse are being summoned. War, pollution, famine, death. Who exactly summons them? Not my department. (laughs) Tell me that's John Hamm. That is absolutely 100% John Hamm. So it sounds like Good Omens to me, right? That's exactly what it is. Yeah, it's uh, Good Omens, Terry Pratchett, and Neil Gaiman working together um, uh, on a novel that came out years ago, back in 1990, and finally got adapted for um, for television because of the BBC and Amazon. It's available, of course, on Amazon Prime Streaming. Um, it's got your uh, David Tennant there as uh, Crowley. It's got your Michael Sheen as 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 Azurafail, 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 
That sounds right. <laughs> anyway, um, excellent. It's like a, an angel and a demon working together because they uh, had one job, which was to, or well, Crowley had one job, which was to swap out the Antichrist for a little baby, and it did not go as planned. And um, a hilarity ensues. They have to work together. Mm. Uh, this is great. It's a quick watch too. It's six hour long episodes and, um, it is so, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it tremendously. I enjoyed, uh, some additional people, some additional actors that was like, Oh, okay. You heard John Hamm. Um, you've got your, uh, Michael McKean in a very prominent role. Mm-hmm. Love him. Uh, David St. Hubbins. You've got, uh, uh, Francis McDormand. Uh, doing some voice work. She's Never always good. To see her. Never bad. Always uh, good. Yep. Uh, Jack Whitehall, uh, Miranda Richardson. Um, it's great. It really is uh, absolutely worth watching. And and there's a clip of John Hamm that I want to find a way to. Uh, I need to find where it is in the episode so I can chop it out and make a little audio clip of it. But basically says something like, "Shut your big fat mouth and die already." <laughs> <laughs> that sounds very John Hammy thing to say. It totally is, yeah. But uh, it's excellent. It's, it's- uh, Terry Pratchett died in 2015, which is a real bummer because I guess this collaboration oh. was like this really sweet thing and they, they loved doing it together and they were always looking to adapt it. And my understanding is that Gaiman uh, was, you know, point on this to get it done, which is super cool. Mm-hmm. You know, like letting yeah. him as co-author yeah. kind of push this through as a, as a tribute to his old friend and do it successfully is very exciting. So that's cool. awesome. Yeah, this... This last weekend, um, a friend of mine recommended where I should start with uh, the Discworld novels if I want to start reading those. So, do they say not actually, start at the beginning? Do they say where is there a read order? That people- yeah, because there's there's a bunch of different um, sections or not uh, series within the Discworld series. Mm-hmm. They actually say you know you can start anywhere, but there is uh, what he called the Entrepreneur um, series, which is uh, features a character named Moist. Mm. And begins with, I think, uh, uh, a post office going postal. Mm. Um, so that's uh, uh, that's where I'm probably going to start is with with going postal, which is like right in the middle of the the whole Discworld series. Wow, there are a lot of opinions out there about this. I just did a quick search, and everybody's got an idea of where to start. Yeah, and they're not always the same, but some of them are close. Um, the Rincewind books. Uh, let's see the death books, the witches and Larence. I can't read that. Anyway, I yeah. never read much Terry Pratchett. So it's actually something I've meant to do. Yeah. Um, maybe I'll finally get to it as well. All right. Yeah. Well, there you go. So anyway, just start with this as your, <laughs> as your uh, good omens experience. And then either read that book or go into Discworld and read some of the other books. Yeah. Begin here and enjoy. All right. Yes. I'm going to play my, uh, clip. It's actually a trailer. And ironically, you and I have something in common today. It also features John Hamm. Oh. So here you go. First time at the El Royale? You have the option to stay in either California or Nevada. I always want to stay in the honeymoon suite, even though I'm not currently on my honeymoon. <laughs> What are you doing out here? I got a job singing in Reno tomorrow. Don't pay nothing, but uh, singing, singing. <laughs> this is not a place for a priest, Father. You shouldn't be here. It's a little too quiet in here. It gives me the willies. All right. 
Yeah, it's uh, bad times at the El Royale. I love this movie. Yeah. This was fun. This was a really fun movie. Yeah. I feel like you may have already recommended it even. Um, I didn't. Um, oh. It was uh, Nicole recommended it while I was driving in uh, Vermont. And so I think I was I think I was on that recommendal episode when she was talking about it and saying that that I really wanted to see it. But she saw it in theaters and, and used it as a recommendal. I think and so. it didn't start streaming until just recently yeah just showed up on hbo uh, it may be other places but hbo has it currently yeah, yeah uh i loved it and i knew i would love it just because of what i'd heard about it but it's totally my style it's a long movie mm-hmm. uh almost three hours long it's huge and uh there some have said to complain ah it's just a tarantino like you know they're just trying to be all tarantino yeah it does it does kind of fall but a little more comedic than the typical tarantino i agree it's also a little more mystery focused Mm -hmm. it's not these aren't anthology stories although they feel like they might be at the beginning but then they kind of sort of run together i think that uh everybody's great in it (laughs) like i can't say enough about chris hemsworth's character what a freaking (laughs) turn that is like i've never you've never seen him like this just totally totally came out of nowhere i really like dakota johnson and all the things she does except for those 50 shades movies I think right. she she's above all that, man. She needs to just stick to she cool really stuff. Is. Yeah. Um, it's really good. I liked it a lot. I don't even know how to describe it, basically. Oh, it's the other thing I love is it's on the border, on the state border of Nevada and California. Half the mm-hmm. hotel rooms are on the Nevada side, mm-hmm. half on the California side. The keys where the bellhop guy works, which by the way, that guy's a total breakout. <laughs> oh my gosh. Like everybody in it is so good oh yeah lewis pullman he's uh bill pullman's son oh i didn't know that yeah oh that's very cool no he's great i would watch him and other stuff he's he's awesome um it's a very odd thing i'm not 100 percent sure they stick the landing but it's doesn't matter i enjoyed the ride so much it, it didn't really matter how they ended that movie for me uh yeah. john ham's role is fantastic albeit <laughs> a little short um and shocking like there's some shocking moments in this thing where you're just like didn't yeah. see it coming didn't see it coming and uh, I, I had a blast with it. So um, if you're into it. Oh, I didn't even mention um, uh, the dude. Uh, I can't think of his name all of a sudden. Oh, right. Jeff Bridges. Jeff Bridges. Yeah. yeah. Right. Jeff Bridges plays this oh, yeah. uh, robber slash priest guy. He's great in this. He is he's really great. good. Yeah. And that British oh, yeah. lady who plays the singer. Uh, the, she's a yes. British actress. Uh, but uh, Cynthia Erivo. Yes. Cynthia Erivo. Unbelievable. If that's she's her real voice, too. Good. Good Lord. It is, yeah. She's a professional singer, so that's she's unbelievable. I love the, but the whole girl group, the whole you know Supremes vibe. Yep, it's all set in 1969. <laughs> so you got, you know, Chris Hemsworth basically playing kind of a wannabe uh, Charles Manson sort of type, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but more badass, I guess. Um, it's just I don't even know how to describe this movie. I really enjoyed it though, like a lot. Yeah, and uh, would highly oh, recommend. Oh yeah, Nick it. Offerman. Oh yeah, Nick Offerman. You never really see his Barely, face though. Yeah, you see him in the in the hotel room at the beginning, burying everything, and then when you finally walk right. toward the camera, you're like, "Oh, that's Nick Offerman." And then something bad happens to him, and then later he's wearing a mask during a robbery. <laughs> right. So you only yeah, ever it's hear just his, his voice, voice, but it's an unmistakable voice. Yeah, you can't you can't deny that voice. It's just awesome. I I I, I would take more of these. And this is the dude what directed. Um, Oh, what is that other movie? Oh, Drew Goddard. Uh, he did a bunch of TV stuff, too. He did Alias. He did Lost. He did The Martian. The, uh, was he producer or no, script writer for The Martian? Did the script screenplay. For the Martian. Yeah, screenplay yeah. For, the, for that. And did a lot of writing oh, for different things. But uh, I think he's got 
He's got chops, man. I'd watch Cabin. Oh, Cabin in the Woods was his directorial um, debut. His his feature film directorial debut. Oh, that also had Chris Hemsworth in it. It did. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Anyway, 2018. It's out now on HBO Go. Now, either of those. Go now. Go now. Go now. HBO. Go now. And uh, you guys should enjoy it. All right. That's right. And Nick Offerman is also in Good Omens. <laughs> so, so John Hamm and uh, Nick Offerman are are uh, are Kevin Bacon today. Our our degrees of separation. It did remind me though that John Hamm just needs to be in more stuff. Like the dude needs to play. If they do a Kingdom Come um, movie, he needs to play older Superman. Oh, that'd be pretty. Like little good. gray hair, and I mean, because the dude has got the jawline and the yeah. Be a yeah. good Batman too. He'd be all right. Oh, he would be. You know what? He would be a good Batman because he's kind of got a little dark twist to him sometimes, and like he's just great. Just needs to be in more stuff, and maybe he's in plenty of things, but I feel like I don't see him enough. Yeah. Anyway, uh, those are your recommendals for this week, and next week Nicole will be back, and we'll do some more. Yay! Okay, we got an email. I'm going to read real quick here. Yeah. Uh, finally, we finally get this uh, this thing that's been. Burning a hole in our pocket uh, since Monday, right? Of course. Uh, this is from... No, this is something else. What is this? Oh, okay. I don't know what happened to that email. I can't find that one. Oh, really? I, uh, <laughs> yeah, that one that's, been, that's just been sitting in there and passing around. I don't think it's in yeah, there anymore. Yeah, yeah. I don't oh, know what okay. tab it's on. I'll try to find it. Anyway, I got one from uh, Craig who says, Hey, Mayo Man, this is for jury. Gross, but tell Justin about this. Justin's not here, but uh, this is a story on cut4.com. This is an MLB property. They do a lot of sports commentary stuff. Uh, Memphis Redbirds fan snacked on a giant jug of mayo the entire game. Uh, I'm going to put this in Discord, and I'm also going to show the chat on screen. Oh, no. It's just going to be him like, oh, look at that. That can't be real. It's it's really gross. Um, Let me pull it up here. (laughs) Now, assuming he's eating actual mayo, because it could be anything. Right. I mean, like, but what else? I mean, I what, what else, else would, would he? Uh, whipped cream. What could he put in there that looks like mayonnaise that you could sit there and yogurt? Maybe. Um, oh yeah, yogurt's a good one. Yeah. Maybe yogurt. No, he's just he's he's totally doing this. Like he wants to be on camera. He's totally doing this to be. You think so? You might yes. Right. See what this video shows. He's just. <laughs> Because the cameras keep focusing on him. Yeah. It's also not a lot of people at that game. And so you'll stand out if you do something weird like this. So yeah. He's got right. Be... It's like a day game. Oh. Ooh. Memphis Redbirds. Oh, yeah. I need to send this to Justin ASAP, though. I love it. Or hate it, I mean. <laughs> I love it. I mean, hate it. All right. There's your email. Has Send he spilled sh- some on his shirt? Is that what? There's like a white splotch on his shirt, and I can't tell if it's spilled mayo. It's the blue dress. That's what's going oh, on. Oh, he apparently works for the ball club. He's a ticket agent. Oh, for them says our chat room says LC Knight. How do they know that? Um, let's see here. Yeah, this article doesn't uh, doesn't specify. Doesn't specify, but all right. Well, there you go. Oof. That's going to do it for today's show. Hope <laughs> he you enjoyed just keeps it. Finding, he keeps finding places to go to be on camera, though. So, yeah, for sure. He does move around, doesn't he? A lot. Yeah, he does. All right. Well, the link has been sent to Justin. We'll see what his response is. Last time I sent him a guy, it was a gif of a guy eating Best Foods mayonnaise. And his response yeah. was, I said, hey, check this out. He sent back hate speech. That was it. It's the last thing I heard from him. <laughs> 
Uh, thank you to Kurt or Craig rather. And if you'd like to send us your own emails, you can the morning stream at gmail.com. That's the morning stream at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us, uh, all other stuff over at the morning stream at gmail.com. No, no, that's our email address. Sorry. Frogpants.com slash TMS. Boy, I haven't done this enough times. Frogpants.com slash TMS. That includes links to our Patreon and all other things that matter in our lives. So go check that out. Brian, let's do a song on our way out of the door. What do you got? I've got a song in my heart. Well, it's actually in my playlist. It's for Andrew, uh, who says, greetings, Bilbo and Sauron. I know this is late notice, but I'm turning 30 for the sixth time. (laughs) I would love if you'd play a cover of Defying Gravity. Uh, A more rock version or alternative version would be great, if not any song that's from a musical that's been turned into a rock or alternative type song. And for free hotel room, turn the sound down. I just want to thank you guys for playing the Lemonheads Take It Easy for my dad back in February, even though he never got to hear it. He would have absolutely loved it. Can I get a 2011 Scott Does Math clip? Scott Does Math? Yeah, wasn't there like a Scott Does Math? Oh, yeah, I do have one. Here you go. Scott Does Math. There you go. Ago. That sounds like uh, Johnny Feisty on that one. It did, but it's not yeah. him, I don't think. It's not him? Huh. Uh-huh. Uh, love the show, though. Signed, Andrew. So, uh, this is the one I've got. And it's one we've actually played on TMS before, and I don't care because it's so good. And it and it features rock legend Brian May from the band Queen. You might have heard from him. He's also an astrophysicist. Didn't mm-hmm. know if you knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, this is by Carrie Ellis. She herself is a uh, Broadway performer. And on her album, Anthems, she covers a lot of those those great songs. This is from the Broadway show Wicked. It is Defying Gravity, performed here by Carrie Ellis and Brian May. Future is unlimited 
excited And I just had a vision almost like a prophecy I know it sounds truly crazy And true, the vision's hazy This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. Thank you, Dr. Monahan.